What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Second door on the left in your ear hole. This is your host, Drew House. Good morning to you. It is December 6th, 7.31 a.m. Hope everyone is doing just fine as you're listening to this podcast. Thank you, as always, for listening. Had to thought about something funny yesterday on the way to work. All right, as I as I take my third sip of coffee this morning. One sec. Yeah, doing the morning podcast. Usually, I do these things at night, but last night I was pretty dog tired. Um, so I said, you know what? I'm just gonna push running back a little bit this morning and go ahead and knock this podcast out because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, but yeah, I thought about something funny yesterday. So you may or may not know or remember, but uh, going to the I'm going to the chiropractor. I had to have a little insert put in my shoe for my right heel because my my hip, uh, my right hip was taller than my left. So uh, Dr. Henry, I go there. He said that if you keep running at the pace you're running without this insert, you're going to tear your knee all to shreds. So two or three months of wearing this insert, I went yesterday. He said, everything looks great. Everything looks great. Uh, Looks great. Feels great. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. So awesome report. All throughout, I remember it really started, I guess, towards the end of high school, into college, into my work life. But people would always talk about my walk. Like I had some kind of, you know, pimp walk or something. And I never knew what they were talking about. I guess just the way I kind of, but, you know, in reality, it was my hip messing up. All right. I wasn't I wasn't out there pimp walking by any means. I was just walking and I didn't know that my my stuff was messed up. So uh, there is no there is, you know, no pimp walk anymore. I'm walking normal. Normally, I felt that yesterday and uh, just figured I would share it with you. So in one of the most useless intros ever, let's hit the music. And that's how we get this one going. That's right. Walking out. Y'all remember that song? <laughs> this seemed to fit the intro uh, swimmingly or walkingly. So, yeah, we went with it. Thank you, as always, for listening. I uh, got a few things I want to discuss today. Make the picks. Uh, it is Thursday, so we have a football game tonight. Titans, Jaguars. We'll get to that. Something I failed to mention And I feel terrible about it. I had to give my wife kudos for her comment that she made about the Saints-Cowboys game. Yes, I'm going to bring that up again because, you know, it's worth mentioning. So my wife Friday, last Friday after the game, uh, we're on the phone and she says that, you know, it might not be the worst thing for them to lose. I said, oh, hmm, go on, babe. Whatever do you mean? And she said that she just means that, you know, the, the wind streak, the more the wind streak piles up, the, the more pressure to keep that going instead of just really focusing on it uh, one game at a time. Perhaps uh, she thinks that it's a good thing that maybe the winning streak is over, uh, like uh, in a similar fashion, uh, a get back to work mentality for the guys uh, this week and. I just have to give my wife, Katie House, a lot of credit because that was that was well thought out. And I think she might have a point or at least I, I hope she does, because uh, 
spinning things for that to that positive light is is what life is about, you know, finding the bright spots. So hopefully the Saints can have processed that game and have well they've they've fully moved on, but uh, maybe the loss isn't the worst thing in the world. So uh, thanks, Katie House. It really shows that you're you're watching, you're engaged, and my wife is not a sports fan. Let me tell you this, but. She does prefer football over baseball. I don't really give her much basketball until, you know, NBA playoff times uh, comes and it's deep into the playoffs. But uh, she's not really a baseball fan. She finds it boring. Uh, we have gone on many trips to see the Cardinals play in St. Louis. That That's different. Being there is different. Um, although we usually go when it's really hot outside. So then it's just like it's miserable. It's even more miserable sometimes than just having to watch it at home. But uh, my wife, I believe, has really grown to love some some football. All right. She is a big state fan. She rubs it in Ole Miss fans even more than I do. I really haven't rubbed anything in since the A Bowl. Uh, she she dishes it out. She has some Ole Miss uh, friends at her work, uh, fellow teachers that she talks smack to. Um, I love that. And, um, you know, uh, just other people. Um, my stepmom, she's an Ole Miss fan. Uh, my stepbrother, my stepsister, they're all Ole Miss fans. And, and Katie is uh, never one to shy away from uh, diver- delivering uh, a nice little jab here and there. And we get to do it all year long. So, uh, Egg Bowl champs, throwback. Yeah. Love you, Katie House. Uh, I took those words to heart. That really helped with me processing the game. And I know our boys are going to are going to show out Sunday and uh, take this NFC South division crown and keep it in New Orleans for another year. We will get to that, though. Uh, First off, there is one college football game this weekend, and it's the good old Army-Navy game. All right. That is 2 o'clock on CBS Saturday, December 8th. Army is a seven-point favorite. They are 9-2, and two, and Navy is 3-9. and nine. I will be checking this game out, not so much for the football, uh, not so much for the, you know, the football display maybe, but the fact that it is Army, the fact that it is Navy, the fact that it's our U.S. military um, putting it out there on the, the gridiron for us to enjoy as fans, as football fans, it's going to be awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. I do think that uh, Army will will take it, but you never know. Army is nine and two on the season, and Navy is three and nine. So maybe an, an upset in the works, but we shall see. Definitely wanted to give props to the Army and Navy game, um, and another huge shout out to our military all over. Um, you know, serving our country the way they do. If there is a Marines Air Force game, y'all need to let me know because I got a feeling that could even be more intriguing than the Army-Navy game. I'm, I'm not even joking. Marines, Air Force. I mean, the Air, Air Force is going to be, they're going to be just doing bombs down the field all day. I got to think. And the Marines are going to be, and Marines are going to have that pass rush. So that's what I see coming from that game, if it were to ever happen, but uh, doesn't look like it. But here, here, Army and Navy, y'all do y'all's thing out there and uh, enjoy your enjoy your time 
on the gridiron and in the spotlight Saturday. You are the only college football game going on. Two o'clock CBS as I take another couple sips of coffee. That's right. I think we could go ahead and get into some NFL picks. I think we could go ahead and do that. And it's going to be an interesting week for the NFL. Some things could really be decided. Here we are in week 14 of the season. And it starts tonight up the street in good old Nashville, Tennessee. You got the six and six Titans and the four and eight Jaguars, the uh, upset happy Jaguars as they knocked off the Colts last weekend. And they're going to look to do the same against the Titans. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the home team. I have to believe in the Titans. I think they're going to do enough in this game to get it done. And they're going to stay alive in the playoffs, uh, in the playoff hunt, the wild card playoff hunt in the AFC. I just don't see the Jaguars getting up for this game. I could be wrong. The Jaguars could just be playing spoiler uh, to the fullest degree. But I like the Titans in this game. Uh, Jets and Bills, three and nine Jets, four and eight Bills. I mean, a toss up to see who who sucks the least. Give me the give me the home team Bills. Uh, this game right here, the Panthers six and six at the Browns four seven and one. <laughs> Are the Panthers really going to lose five straight? I think I've picked the Panthers almost every game this year, and they have lost four straight. Were once, uh, as I said, a Super Bowl contender. They are not looking like that now. And now Greg Olson is on IR. He's out. I think the Panthers could really uh, lay the hammer down on Cleveland and, and get some revenge for the way they've played the last month. But I am feeling a certain way this morning. Maybe it's the fact that I'm doing a podcast in the morning. I'm going to go with the hometown Cleveland Browns in this game, in the upset. Carolina is two-point favorites. Give me the Browns. Falcons at Packers, a game of teams that have forks sticking out of them. It's it's another toss-up. Uh What's going to happen in Green Bay with uh, Joe Philbin at, as interim head coach? How is the team reacting to Mike McCarthy being out of the building? A lot of disarray. I think I've almost picked the Falcons every every week, too. And just, these teams are, are basically playing for nothing. I don't think neither one of these teams are going to make the playoffs. Green Bay is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Um Give me Aaron Rodgers at home. Give me Aaron Rodgers at home in that game. Here's a good one. Ravens at Chiefs. Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. This is going to be a good one. The Ravens have a a nice little winning streak going on with Lamar Jackson. They're playing strong behind him. And they could go into Kansas City, an, an extremely tough place to play, and give the Chiefs problems. I'm going to take the home team, though. Give me the Chiefs in that game. Patriots at Dolphins. Patriots 9-3, and three, Dolphins 6-6, six and six, still alive in the playoffs. New England is 7.5-point favorites. 
The Patriots uh, don't do well in Miami, though. And I've been seeing that a little bit this week. And I got to think Bill Belichick is using that as motivation. I think I like I like the Patriots. I think they're going to go in there and take care of business. I actually like the Patriots in a big way in this game. Uh, the Giants and the Redskins, the Giants are in that spoiler mode. They are four and eight against the Redskins, the injury depleted Redskins, six and six. The Giants are actually favorites in this game on the road. Uh the, the, the Redskins have been riddled with injuries to their offensive line. Uh, their receiver, Paul Richardson, is out. Colt McCoy is out. The backup quarterback to Alex Smith, who was out a couple weeks ago. So now they turn to Mark Sanchez. I'm going to go with the Giants in this game. I'm going to go with uh, Eli, OBJ, who I am a big fan of, by the way. Uh, some of his immature antics, not so much. But I do think the dude is is one of the most elite playmakers in the game. And then you have Saquon Barkley to uh, eat up a lot of that, uh, you know, offensive percentage of, of plays. You can just give it to him. He has been uh, a head full of steam all season. I mean, they keep adding on the workload. He was expected to be the number one back. He is the number one back, and he's he's looking like it out there. So give me the Giants to squeak by the Redskins on the road. Colts at Texans, a huge AFC South showdown. Colts are 6-6. Six and six. Texans are 9-3. and three. The Texans are five-point favorites in this game. The Colts were stymied, absolutely stymied. Zero points against the Jaguars, and it doesn't get any easier at Houston uh, facing a 9 game winning streak Houston Texans I want to pick the Colts in this game because I could see them bouncing back and that's just the way the NFL rolls but I'm going to take the home team Texans in this game the Bengals at the Chargers the Bengals are five and seven they're out they have lost a lot of people as well to injury and the Chargers are nine and three the Chargers are a 14 point favorite you just don't really see that in the NFL uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Chargers in this game. There's no way I can pick the Bengals, um, but just you never know. The Broncos, one of the another one of those six and six AFC teams visiting the 49ers, two and ten. Denver is four point favorites. Give me Denver in that game. America's game of the week is the Eagles at the Cowboys. A crucial. NFC East showdown, six and six Eagles, seven and five Cowboys. The Cowboys are three and a half point favorites. Can the Cowboys maintain that intensity that they showed against my boys? We're going to find out. I do love the Eagles getting Darren Sproles back. Uh, I just don't know if it's going to, you know what? Give me the Eagles in this game. Give me the Eagles to, uh, really shake things up in this NFC East as they try to climb back into contention uh, and really take take a, the, the, uh, the reins from the Cowboys if they win this game. Give me the Eagles. Steelers at Raiders, 7-4 and four Steelers against the 2-10 and 10 Raiders. Pittsburgh, 10.5-point favorites. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game to bounce back. Lions at Cardinals. 
neither one of those teams really have anything to play for except for pride. Uh, the Cardinals are coming off that Packers win. I like the Lions in this game on the road. The Oh, what a good one. That Sunday night game, 11-1 and one Rams. They are in Chicago to face the 8-4 and four Bears. Give me the Bears in this game. I'm going for the upset. The Rams are three-point favorites. Really leaning towards the Bears. Maybe it's more wishful, wishful thinking that's leading to me picking the Bears, but I'll take the Bears in this game. The Monday night game. Vikings 6-5-1 against the Seahawks 7-5. Two teams still very much alive in the playoffs for the NFC. Seattle is three-and-a-half-point favorites. I just don't know if the Seahawks – I don't know how they are on the back end. I actually like like the Vikings on the road in this game. Call me crazy. Give me the Vikings in that one. And then we swing – we double back to my Saints – Against the Buccaneers, uh, the Buccaneers are five and seven. The Saints, of course, are ten and two after dropping that game to Dallas. The Saints are eight point favorites, and I'm going to go with my Saints with this win. They will win the division if, for some reason, they happen to lose this game and the Panthers lose to the Browns. The Saints will still win the division. Uh, four games up with four games to go, so a Saints win or a Panthers loss secures the NFC South crown for my Saints. I like the Saints in that one. And that's going to do it for the NFL. And now a word from our sponsor. So have you been to Liquidations Plus lately? We have two store locations. We have a website that you can visit, liquidationsplus.com. We have a lot of great items at both our stores and on our website and if you haven't checked this out we are sure missing you because we are the premier location for quality products at the most amazing prices you will find around the county i'm telling you if you live in desoto county and you have not been to one of our stores especially now that 269 is completed and is just connecting the county like never before uh that you really don't have an excuse You need to check us out. Uh, You're gonna enjoy shopping with us. You're gonna enjoy saving money and you're gonna tell your friends about it. And it's gonna be something that you add in, carve in, you know, to your normal shopping schedule. We would love to see you. We have daily deals posted every day on our Facebook page. So make sure you definitely like our Facebook page, go on there and uh, that way you can stay in the loop, our managers, do a phenomenal job of uh, uh, keeping the Facebook page updated and keeping our wonderful customers informed. And we want you to be a part of it. So Liquidations Plus, you can check our website out, liquidationsplus.com, like us on our Facebook page, and check us out at our location in Olive Branch and Hernando. Happy shopping to all. All right, in this uh, back half of the podcast, I def- I wanted to donate some time to Christmas movies. Give me some of my picks from my favorite Christmas movies of all time. As we are sitting here, uh, we are really getting going in December. The weather is a uh, lovely 
30 degrees outside. And I wanted to give you a rundown of some of my favorite Christmas movies, kind of spitballing, kind of have some of them pulled up here on my phone. Uh, but just ones that really have stood out for me, uh, that stood out for me in my childhood, that stand out to me today. And uh, in no particular order, Christmas movies, we've already watched both Home Alones. I've made mention of that before. Those are in there. Uh, we watched The Greatest Hollywood, <laughs> The Greatest Christmas Classic of All Time, according to Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jingle All the Way. We've watched that one. Uh, the Santa Claus is up there. Tim Allen, he knows what he's doing there. That was a great year for Tim Allen. I think he had the number one. He had a best-selling book out. Uh, he had the number one show on TV. And then he, when Santa Claus hit theaters, uh, that was a box office smash as well. So uh, kudos to you, Tim Allen, back there in 90, was that 95, 94? Something like that. Um, let's see. Some more kid-friendly ones. I know my wife, Katie, she is a big Muppet Christmas Carol uh, fan. I am a, uh, I am a huge old-school Christmas Carol with Reginald Owen. Black and white. I think it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, it's awesome. I love it. That is my go-to Christmas Carol movie, but there are so many out there. Uh, obviously, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, you have a lot of the old school ones that uh, I either haven't seen or haven't seen in a long time. Uh, Christmas in Connecticut, The Bishop's Wife, White Christmas, to name a few. Uh, here's one I should definitely sit down and watch with the wife. Meet Me in St. Louis. She says that she loves that movie, and I, I guess I never really knew that it was a Christmas movie. Meet Me in St. Louis. Uh, Frosty, you got some of the cartoons. Frosty, uh, The Grinch, Charlie Brown, uh, a lot of those right there. Miracle on 34th Street is a good one. Um, let's see, what else? Some other ones. Elf, you know, Elf, people talk about Elf and I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan, but I'm just not, I'm, I'm just not a big Elf fan. I, I'm not. So I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me, but, uh, you know, I'm the one that has to live with myself. <laughs> uh, but I'm just not, I'm just not a big Elf fan. I, I get it. I think it's, I, I get what they were doing, but uh, to me, there's, there's other movies I could be watching, uh, but that's just me. Uh, and then these three right here, I like how these three right here are grouped together. And then, uh, you know, we'll wrap this puppy up. But these three movies right here, Bad Santa, which I saw in theaters down there in Starkville a long time ago. Uh, Josh and I actually went and saw it together. Shout out Josh House, the creator of STOTO. Bad Santa is a is an awesome movie. It's hilarious. It's a lot of potty mouth going on, obviously, but that's definitely one I like to check out at Christmas time. <laughs> uh, Scrooged is another one. Bill Murray. Good stuff. Uh, Christmas Carol type flick, but it's also got a lot of other things going on with it. So that's very cool. And then I just saw that there was a recent poll done that said this movie was not a Christmas movie. 
And I could not disagree more. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Okay. It's a Christmas movie. That's just my opinion. But the fact of the matter is, it's a Christmas movie. I love this movie so much. It's one of the best action movies ever made and will always be that. Um, I mean, it starts out with Run DMC, you know, on the on the soundtrack. Uh, it ends with, who is that? Frank Sinatra, Let It Snow. No, Bean Crosby. I think that's Bean Crosby. Yeah. And, a lot, and all throughout the middle, it has references and stuff, you know, the Christmas references. So Die Hard is a huge Christmas movie for me. And uh, I watch it. I've been watching it the last few years. Another one that I should probably add to the list that's up there in that uh, that R rating adult rating is Trading Places. I would say not so much a Christmas movie, but at the same time, you know, I could I could slide it in because I love Trading Places. Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis back in the day. There's a lot of Christmas stuff to that, too. So I could see myself adding that one to the list. Um so those are just uh, some of the ones I picked to to make mention of. Obviously, the old school Miracle on 34th Street is a classic as well. There are a lot of classics. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, definitely plan on watching that one this year when it comes on. Uh, great message. Great Christmas flick. And I think that's about it. Oh, wait. One more. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. If y'all thought I was gonna let that one, let uh, this little section of the show go by without making mention of that, I was just fooling you. No worries. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's top dog, most likely, with me. I mean, it is. You know, it's so quotable. I could I could quote the movie in my sleep. Everything that goes on in it uh, is just hysterical. I really try to get into the mindset of watching it for the first time every year. We always watch it on Christmas Eve uh, every year. So it's a great it's a great movie. It, it you know, and it it's say it's reserved. Uh, it has its own time uh, reserved for it, which is, you know, Christmas Eve getting ready for Santa's arrival. So, you know, that movie's hilarious. Uh, other than movies, some of the things I remember growing up going was, uh, man, just riding around looking at Christmas lights. You know, it seems like maybe more people were doing it back then than they do now. Not really sure, but that's something that is, uh, you know, pretty much free of charge that we used to do a lot, ride around checking out Christmas lights. Um, one thing I really enjoyed that I'm going to take the family to, uh, probably this weekend or next weekend is starry nights out there at Shelby farms. Very cool setup that they have out there. I love that. Um, zoo lights, I'm sure we got to get that in. Although they did have the zoo lights hooked up for the daddy-daughter dance that Olivia and I went on a few weeks ago. Uh, that's not going to stop my wife from going again. I'm sure we'll go with the group to, to that as well. Zoo lights is always a big deal for us. My wife is a sucker for the zoo. So it's just a lot of... Uh, you know, there's a lot of good Christmas stuff going on. Uh, obviously, on the radio, you know, you got you have the Christmas music playing. I'm just not. I love Christmas just as much as the next person. 
It's just when it when it gets wheeled out, and I've already gone on about this before, but when it gets wheeled out before Thanksgiving, that's what I kind of take offense to. But after Thanksgiving, I'm gung ho, just like everyone else. So uh, I love this time of year. I, I even love the cold. You know, it stinks running in it. That's for sure. But uh, it's just all part of the uh, the seasons, and you know, it'll be warm and hundred degrees before we know it. So uh, it's going to be a great Christmas. It's going to be a, you know, a very awesome time, togetherness and family and friends and, you know, uh, some good presents given. I I still got to do some shopping, honestly. Um, So, yeah, what's some of your uh, what's some of your traditions that you did? What did I miss? What have I missed out? What are some movies I missed out? Leave me some let me a voice message letting me know and we'll play it and we'll discuss it. All right. Well, it is 8.10 now, and I'm going to start getting ready for work, get a little breakfast in me. Uh, appreciate you listening, as always. We got some picks in. We got some Christmas talk going on, and uh, I can now officially walk it like I talk it, you know. Uh, <laughs> pimp walk out of my game. I, I really felt like that uh, the other day, so... I'd much rather not be walking like a pimp and uh, tear my, then tear my ACL out there running. So uh, until next time, people, we may be back sooner rather than later. I don't know, but we will definitely be back uh, for more soon. Thanks for the support. Thank you for listening. Stay warm out there. Uh, layer up and you can always take it off. OK. Uh, and always wash your hands. Definitely wash your hands. A lot of germs going on out there, okay? (laughs) This has been Drew House at SDOTL headquarters over here on the east side. Uh, Hope everyone has a wonderful day. Leave me some voice messages. And, uh, man, just take care. Enjoy this Christmas season. Merry Christmas to you. God bless. Take care of each other and yourself. And we will catch you next time. Peace. Yeah, so you're really going to tell me that a movie that has that song in it and let it snow at the end of it is not a Christmas movie? I don't know, man. When someone tells me Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie, I just don't even know what to say. It makes me just want to get on my soapbox and just, you know, preach. That's why I'm talking about this in in the outro again. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not just a Christmas movie. It's one of the best action films of all time. All right. So it gets double honors for that. Just because it's one of the greatest action movies of all time doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. All right. People that say it's not a Christmas movie. I wonder when the last time you've watched Die Hard is really. All right. I don't know, man. It's going to be a fun-filled December. We got a lot more in store for you. Y'all stick around, okay? Later.